Good day and welcome back to the Pimp Podcast. We're on episode number 45. Ooh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and here at the Pimp Podcast, we talk about modern topics with a vintage flair. And if it is your first time listening to us, I want to give you a big thank you and I hope you stick around. And if you're a returning listener, woohoo, you already know that I love you guys with, with all my heart, with all my heart. If you haven't followed us at on Instagram, make sure to hit up the Pin Podcast official. You can also hit up mine at Pin Up Miami, and feel free to send us a text at one eight three three four eight Pin Up. Those messages go directly to me, so I'll be able to answer any questions. If you have any suggestions, any questions for our guests, feel free to send them all over <laughs> on over. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to give a big thank you. To everyone that supported me this weekend, I had Friday night the Radio Rock and Roll concert down in Calle Ocho. It was a great success. And Saturday, I was able to go to the first meetup for Pin Tampa. You guys met the girls in last week's episode. It was an amazing turnout, amazing atmosphere. It's what it's what I imagined the pinned meetups to be all about, and it was amazing. I met new faces, saw old faces. I can't wait for the next one. Maybe some of those ladies will come down to South Florida for the, the pin to South Florida meetup. <laughs> but that was really good. And then on Sunday, I always forget to mention, but on Sunday, you could catch me live on the Rockabilly Q Facebook page or on my YouTube channel. I do a class. It could be from hair to a craft to makeup, anything Rockabilly, you know, any suggestions there? Reach out to me. I can teach you anything that I can, except I don't know, except except like maybe tattoo makeup. <laughs> I think you would probably figure that out too. <laughs> I teach it. I'm here trying to find something in my head. Well, as you heard, uh, our commentary today is a returning. The returning guests, we have Vivian from Arteluna, Miami, in the house. Hello. We're here Happy to continue. To be back. Yes, we're here to continue the conversation from two weeks ago about being fat. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> right, hey, it's part of who we are, right? So. Yeah, you got to own it and loving your body. Like we said, it's about body positivity, you know. And we had a couple of questions that were brought up from the last episode that we're going to bring up here. Are you ready, Vivian? I'm ready. I got my coffee, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I have my, my boba tea. I've been obsessed with boba tea without the boba. Um, I just, so basically I just like <laughs> milk tea, milk tea, to be specific. <laughs> but... Let's start with the first question. And these are all going to revolve around plus size dating. So for the most part, today's episode is going to be amazing because you have Vivian that's dating, you know, that she's in the dating scene. And then you have me. I've been in the dating scene for a long time, but I have been taken in the last two years. Taken. <laughs> so we have Where'd two different take you. <laughs> He took my heart. <laughs> so you have two experiences and um, hopefully somebody, people that sent in questions and you guys listening out there, learn something new. And if not, let's keep the conversation going. You know, keep texting me, 
comment on the video. Let us know. So the first question is, does your body become a sexual fetish as a plus size woman? When We're just diving right in there, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> We're diving right in there. <laughs> okay. There are, there's a lot of talk about um, plus size women or BBWs or whatever you want to call them being fetishes. And I said this a little bit in the previous episode. I don't have a problem with it. If you want to, you know, look at me and be like, wow, you know, this plus size lady and, you know, get all excited about it. I have no problem with that. If you find me beautiful, that's fine. You know, that's just one of the aspects of me. I'm not just a fat woman. There's a lot more to me than that. But, um, I mean, I really don't have a problem with that. I I do have friends who stay, steer clear from that or they try it as soon as they kind of like get the whiff that it's like a fetish thing, they're like out the door. That's me. Um, that That's just, I, I don't have an issue with it. At the same time, I don't, I don't think that I've ever dated someone who had a plus size fetish, like they were with me just because I was plus size. So that might be why I have a different perspective on it, but I, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, my perspective is to go the other way. Like when I used to online date and you meet like somebody for the first time, I one time had this experience that I met this guy at this really nice restaurant here in like somewhere in Fort Lauderdale. And the whole time he was really quiet. And my mentality when I was online dating is to be like honest about myself because I was over just doing the little frou-frou dating thing. So I put all my weird stuff out there. And if they liked it, you know. Not weird, like kinky stuff, just like, you know, I wasn't a bomber, all these weird things. <laughs> My hair's yellow. <laughs> but um, but this guy in particular, he was super quiet and I was I didn't understand it. And then we, he walked me to my car. He just confessed to me that like he was really into like porn and into like big women and he just wanted to use me for like his kink and it was like uh, I was like a little too much for me because I was like I could see that he didn't want to date so when I hear that question I think about men that are just looking for like that fetishizing because it's happened to me many times I guess is the way I dress or my hair or I'm pretty sure other girls out there that dress a certain way that's different than the norm guys think oh she must be kinky because she's out there <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I said, I haven't had an experience like that. So maybe that's why I see it differently. I guess if it's somebody that wants you just for that fantasy and that's it, then of course, that's not something that I would be like, yes, let's jump into that. <laughs> but, um, you know, if it's just, you know, like, I don't know. Like, for example, I love tall men. It's just a preference that I have. I think a lot of girls have it. Have I dated someone exclusively, you know, tall or for being tall? No, actually, all the guys I've dated haven't been. But um, but I don't see it as a fetish. So I get, I don't know. I, I guess it, depends. it depends on how far they take it or how they treat you because treatment is very important, you know, so. And what you're willing to and what you're looking for, too. Because, I mean, if somebody right, was exactly. looking for in the situation I was in, if somebody was just looking for somebody to have like fun with and I guess that would be okay but I was looking for the opposite thing that this gentleman was looking for right yeah and then the second question I have well that was sent in was 
do people automatically think you put out because you're fat? Um, again, I haven't had that experience. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I've often been told that I'm unapproachable. Oh. Kind of give off a like standoffish vibe. Um, the, the resting bitch face people talk yeah I, I do have a resting bitch face I really I do. don't see it though maybe um, it's because I make you smile but that could be but on the daily I do have a resting bitch face um so I guess you know guys that approach me or that um you know I I've dated in the past it's it's a different experience by the time we get to that point we've already had conversation we kind of got to know each other a little bit so I haven't had that kind of thing where just because I'm overweight, I'm going to put out, you know, faster. I've had this experience. I, <laughs> my sister and her friends always went out uh, clubbing and stuff. So I would always join them. And, and I was always the chubbiest one in the group. And I felt like the guy that didn't get the other people's attention you know, like if there was a guy at the club and let's say my one of the girls got rejected from him and then another girl got rejected and then they'd come up to me. And I'll never forget it. One guy said, oh, well, there's nobody that would want you. So, like, let me buy you what? a drink. It happened. It happened. It was what? Really, that is terrible. That happened at Blue Martini if you're from South Florida. <laughs> terrible. And I also, you know, I feel like that's really a thing. There's this beautiful, I won't say beautiful, but there's this movie that I really love. It's not beautiful, guys. It's just, <laughs> I guess I love the message behind it. It's called Britney Runs a Marathon. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. Well, it's because one day I want to run a marathon. So I saw this movie thinking <laughs> it'll motivate me to run a marathon. But this movie is about this girl that she's a plus size. Well, they call her a plus size girl. She's not as big, I would say, as you and I. Um but she's like the fat friend and like she thinks that she has to give men blow jobs in order for them to even pay attention to her. This is not the main topic of the movie, but it was like a subtle message in there that I felt like, my God, does she feel like she has to put out just because she's fat, you know, until she started running and feeling good about herself that she knew that she didn't have to feel that low about herself that she had to please a man. Like there was men going up to her in this movie, like at a bar to tell her to go to the bathroom to like, you know, <laughs> get it on. <laughs> no, not get it on. Just get oral sex. Like they didn't even want sex. Wow. With her. They just wanted to use her oral, oral G's. You know, that's not a word, <laughs> but go oral on them. Well, but you mentioned an important point. You said that she had like low self-esteem yes. and that could be like, is it just because she was overweight or is it because you kind of, you can kind of get that vibe when you see someone that they have low self-esteem or they kind of like down on themselves. That could I be a combination. When well, this movie, it was um, because she was overweight. Cause when she started running and feeling healthier and being better, um, she was She's never skinny. She was never skinny in the movie. Like she didn't go from being fat to skinny. It was more like being like fat to feeling good, like a comfy weight. You know, I, I really like it. I recommend it to anybody. I, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, we'll check it out. Third question: Can picking out an outfit be a nightmare when you're going on a date? Yes. 
But it might not be for the reason that you think it is. Oh, let me hear your reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can be a little much, as you can tell. So when I'm going to go on a, on a, especially a first date, because once they get to know me, then I don't care. <laughs> but, um, but especially on a first date, I like to tone it down a little bit. So instead of my flowers being this big, they might be a little smaller <laughs> or I might just wear a headband or something like that. Um, Cause I feel like I kind of can intimidate people, but I, I honestly don't think about it in terms of the, of my weight, you know? I guess I've learned to accept myself and I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, of course, sometimes, you know, I'll go into my closet and if I've gained a little bit of weight, things are feeling tired, you get frustrated, but I think that can happen at any size, not just because I'm a plus size. Um, so that's why I think it could be a nightmare. Um, but. <laughs> well, for me, I can't really tone down the yellow today. <laughs> Well, we're giving both sides. It's always have good to have like different opinions, and you know, people had these questions, so we we're trying to put out what we know in the world to help somebody. Here's the thing, and I feel like every time you've had me on, I always say how old I am. I'm 44 <laughs> years old, but um, the reason why I always say it is because every kind of phase of my life, I've had like different feelings or different issues. So when I was younger, that might have been a bigger issue for me where, you know, I I hadn't fully embraced myself and I was more embarrassed about my weight or um, I felt, you know, maybe, I don't know, like the odd man out. But now I honestly, and I say this 100% of what I like to be thinner. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you and say no, but um, I'm I'm okay with it. I, you know, I have a jam-packed closet, as you know, (laughs) Jennifer. Because I love fashion and I love clothing. Um, so, I mean, some people say that it's really hard to find clothing at a larger size. I don't I don't have that problem. I, I love vintage styles. To get, you know, true vintage is very difficult at my size. But there's a ton of reproduction designers. Um, lots of stuff on the internet. I buy most of my clothes online. And I, I don't really have an issue finding, you know different outfits or then the styles that I like to wear. I like things that are maybe a little bit eccentric or a little fashion forward sometimes. Um, so in that sense, I don't have an issue with it. And again, I've, I've come to embrace all that is me. And, you know, I, I love, you know, wearing things that are off, you know, off the shoulder and showing a little skin here and there. Showing tattoos off. Showing my tattoos here, you know, <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't, I don't find that as nerve wracking as, as I did maybe in my twenties. I know that when I was in my twenties, it was a little bit more nerve wracking and I would get more nervous about it and stress out. And it's like, you know, I wore girdles for most of my life. I don't anymore because really how much of this is going to be hidden by a girdle? Not much. But when I was younger, because that's what I grew up hearing, you know, you have to wear the faja and the faja is going to make you look thinner. And it's like, Really, how much thinner did I look wearing it? So, so in that sense, I don't, I don't freak out about what I'm gonna wear on a date or something like that. I just kind of like to tone it down a little bit when I first meet someone and take I'm it the from opposite. there. The opposite in two ways. I don't tone it down. <laughs> I mean, I can't. <laughs> Which I love. Down. I love that about you. I need to. I need to embrace. I can't tone. Have them embrace it as well. 
think about it. I can't tone down the yellow, so I might as well not tone down anything else. <laughs> and and I'm the opposite. I do get body conscious dating people, depending on the situation. I'm, but I'm always, always, I was always body conscious, even with my boyfriend. When I met my 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 boyfriend, he was a swing dance. Well, he's a he swing dances, and. Uh, that means that he has to touch me and he was smaller than me. So in my head, it's always like, oh, what is he going to touch? Or like sometimes when I wear a corset, I'm like, shit, he's going to know that I'm wearing a corset. Like, I mean, now I'm okay with it because he knows me. And it's just what I I felt. I felt like he was just touching everything because, you know, when you dance, you're like touching, you know, your hips to your belly because he would do this move. And I'll never forget. And I used to tell him that I did. Well, now I tell him I didn't like it in the beginning. Was that he would like put his hands over to flip me, but then I'll be facing him, and then he pushes me on my stomach, and it was like ah, like I, <laughs> I didn't like it because I felt it. It's not that I didn't like the move. Like now we do it all the time, but at least in the beginning, I was like, oh my god, this guy's touching me. Like it was just like. It was just weird. And then I would get self-conscious because then I'll see all the other girls because the swing dancing community or any dancing community that you're a part of, like everyone dances with each other because they love dancing. And it's something I couldn't comprehend. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> you got to after COVID, hopefully soon. But um, but everyone dances with each other, like no matter what, even the men dance with the men, even the manliest men dance with the men. Like that's how much they love dancing, right? And I would get self-conscious because everyone else was thinner. So he's dancing with these girls so beautifully that are thinner um, that I feel it was the first time. Well, I've always had this like body consciousness when I went on dates, like, oh, what if I sit next to him and my thighs touch him? Like, you know, or my, you know, I wear a petticoat on top of it. Like, it's always going to be poofy no matter what. Or we do an activity like when me and Tim, my boyfriend went to the Everglades, I was like, oof, I have to wear like something different because we're going to be on a boat. <laughs> and then I'm like, what if like the boat, these are all thoughts in my head. And I'm sure uh, some of you ladies out there have felt it like, Oh, I'm going to go on this expedition. But what if the boat like goes like this? Cause I'm sitting on it, you know, but these are things that we just have to realize that like, it, it's not, it's just in our heads. <laughs> well, I totally get, okay. When I said that I don't have issues getting dressed and finding things to wear is one thing. But you, you touched on something um, like I, I was dating this guy who loved to put his hands on my belly and he would just like like people do to pregnant women and they just kind of rub their belly. And that would make me feel self-conscious because even though I'm OK with all of this and I don't have an issue, you know, taking it off either. But um, like the rubbing of the belly, I thought was kind of weird. You know, like that just made me feel a little self-conscious. Like, yes, I know the belly's there. Do we need to? touch it and get, you know so that yeah and I also had on one, on one of my first dates um coincidentally the same person um wanted to go to the beach and again I, I'm not self-conscious in the sense like I'll go to the beach and stuff but like on a first date that's like a little much you know like I don't want to be in a bathing suit in front of someone on a first date so things like that do make me feel self-conscious like you know like, I feel um, self-conscious wearing a bathing suit in front of my family. <laughs> no, I'm those... that, I don't have an issue with that or like my friends. I'm okay with that. Well, I've mentioned in my podcast before about my family and 
And I was that girl that my, my mom would make fun of me because I'd wear like shirts to the beach. Like I'm sure some of us have worn, well, I have worn, you know, when you wear your bathing suit, you wear a t-shirt, one of those long t-shirts just because you're self-conscious. I used to do that as a kid. Yeah. All right. Well, I did that until way into <laughs> UF. <laughs> until now, look at me, 305 day, I wore like a, a bathing suit I made with my legs showing. You know, and, and it I've was worn, so absolutely cute. It looks so I've beautiful. Worn a a two piece for a fashion show. So we're we're moving on up. <laughs> yes, wait till you get to your forties. You're gonna see. You're gonna be like, oh, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question: People think. Do people think you don't have standards? I guess thinking like yeah. if you're fat, you know, you don't have any standards. We just touched about that in the first question. Yes. Um, one of the things that I've always like encountered is people assume that because I'm big, I'm going to date an, a guy that's like me. Well, in my case, a guy. Um, and I'm not shaming anyone because I don't want to be shamed, you know, and I would never do that to someone, but it comes down to preference. And I've never dated a big guy. That's just not my preference. And do I see anything wrong with it? No, absolutely not. And I think everyone deserves love, but it, it's just a, a preference thing. Just like, you know, a guy might be swiping on, you know, whatever app and they're just not interested in somebody with brown hair or blonde hair or something else. Uh, am I 100% opposed to it? No. But it's just, I just haven't dated anyone like that. It just hasn't happened. And people like throughout the years have always assumed, like you're a big girl, you need to date a big guy. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe that's not what I'm into, you know, maybe I prefer something different and, you know, so that's what, in terms of standards that, and also the whole, like how people say, well, you know, what, are you a 10? Are you an eight? Are you a seven? Are you a two? Whatever it is. And it's like, you can't go after like the hot, good looking guy, you know, because you're a fat girl. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I I used to get I used to get people that be like, oh, how can this person love you if like you're fat and they have muscles? I'm like, what? Exactly. Like, well, it's about I didn't, I didn't force him. He just loves it. <laughs> and honestly, a hundred percent. And the older I get, the more I realize that this is true. I I've heard this my whole life. Looks are not everything, and they really aren't. It's what draws you in initially, but it doesn't keep you. You know, if you don't have a good a personality or something in common or you don't have chemistry, it doesn't matter how hot that guy is or how beautiful you are. It's not going to there's not going to be much left, you know, after the initial kind of lust is gone, you know, so that that has a lot to do with it as well. The next question is, do people assume you're lonely because you're fat? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's because I'm fat, but be okay. Let me say, I don't know if it's because I'm fat, it, but it because I'm single, people assume that I'm lonely. And do I get lonely? Yes, of course. Yeah, I think everybody feels lonely at some point. But um, there's a lot of people that are married or in relationships who are lonely. You know, it, that has not, you know, it's not the everything about it. So, but people do assume that I'm lonely a lot. That is true. Yeah, when I'm kind of a loner, so maybe that's why. Well, I've always been a loner. Uh, Tim is actually my second relationship, and uh, I don't, 
I mean, I don't consider myself a loner because I never feel alone, even when I'm alone, if that makes sense. My brain is always going. I'm either sewing or doing something or keeping mm -hmm. myself preoccupied. And something I always tell uh, people when they ask for like any of my advice is, is, you know, you have to learn to love yourself before you can let somebody else love you. That's true. Because when I hear people say that, oh, I can't find somebody, you know, I can't find a date or a, or a boyfriend or whatever, you know, you have to think like maybe it's your negative energy. <laughs> you need to get. <laughs> well, Jennifer, I have told you that before. Is it my <laughs> negative energy? <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to use those words that you told me. <laughs> I say that all the time to different people. <laughs> but like, for example, when I'm having a bad day, I mean, I have bad days, but I have to remind myself, you know, that, you know, we only live this one life. We got to make sure we take its advantage. And, you Absolutely. know, all we have are ourselves at the end of the day. If you're a Lost fan, did you ever see Lost? No. I always I love, love the show. I love the phrase they used to use called, uh, that was live together, die alone. Because it was always about working together and being able to survive on this island. But at the end of the day, you're going to die alone. So it was like this. It was a great quote because I, and it's also true in life. You know, while we're here, let's work together, because when you're dead, you're going to be alone. Well, if you remember or whatever happens. <laughs> I'm depressed now. What? No. Uh, no. All right. Next question. <laughs> next question. Do people think you hate your body? Uh, I, I don't no, know. I could think I hate my body, but I think people are surprised when you say that you love your body or that you're happy with how you look. Or that you feel secure in your own skin, you know. I think that surprises people. Um, you think it surprises men when you go on a date with them and they're and you tell them that. You I don't know if it surprises them, but I know that they find it sexy when you feel comfortable in your own skin because it it shows. It's it's something different, especially you know in the sexy time when you feel. <laughs> When you feel confident in your own skin and you feel comfortable in your own skin, it definitely shows and it's, it plays out a little differently. Um, you know, uh, again, the older I get, the more comfortable in my skin I get. The point of um, this video is uh, with age, you get more comfortable <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that whole topic was different in my 20s and it was different in my 30s and in my 40s it's different. So, um and it gets better with age. <laughs> Wait, the next question is, uh, how do you, hold on. <laughs> Have you ever been told that you're catfishing? No. I guess that you're the catfish. But I, I'm one of those people that I overthink everything. Oh. And I think about things way too much. And I just ponder and. I'm a Libra, so to make a decision, it takes me a little while. Mm -hmm. um, so whenever I set up a new dating profile, I'm, I choose my photos so carefully because that's one of the things that I've always been worried about is meeting somebody in person and them being like, wait a minute, I didn't realize you were fine. <laughs> so even though I have a big face, so even if it's like a selfie or a close-up photo, they can tell I'm bigger. But um, So I, I, I've always been very honest with my profiles i'm honest with, about my age 
they can see my photos. I always have like a, a you know full body photo. The pictures are recent. Because that's one thing that I've always been like worried about is that I'm going to meet someone and they're going to be like, wait a minute, you know, this isn't what I thought you were. So thankfully I haven't been accused of catfishing. You're an enlarged photo of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I'm sure it will. I've come across on these like dating sites, people that lie. Yes. I was catfished once. Lots of people on dating sites. (laughs) lie we could do a whole other <laughs> episode on that they lie from their age because it's oh, only yes, to girl. target what they're mm-hmm. looking for or they lie about their looks so i had this one guy and you can never trust pictures with fish on it i always thought that that was a joke that people said but that's the truth so if there's a man holding a fish just swipe left i thought that was like a florida thing no, that's on everything. Like they think that their like masculinity is holding a fish. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was just a meme and a joke, but never. I went on a date once with this man. It looked nothing like his photos. Like I don't even think that guy fished ever. He was so <laughs> like he wasn't tan. It was nothing about his size. It was about like it. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> and the problem is, I don't think we care. If, if if the person looked different, you know, I think people should be true to themselves because what do they expect? I literally, what do they expect when they meet somebody? Like, they're just going to be like, oh, you weren't the same person, but who cares? Like, well, it's okay to look a little different in person. Like, not, not everybody's photogenic. You might, you know, look a little different, but Stop being like a completely different person <laughs> or being like a hundred pounds heavier or lighter, then yes, that's not okay. <laughs> I used to love the TV show Catfish. Yes, is, me oh, too. I used to love it because, but then you also come to think like, I never, I never understood how people could talk to somebody. I guess again, this goes with the loneliness and like not, you know, and being comfortable just meeting somebody mutually. And talking to them for like three years without like a video chat or a voice chat or falling in love with them through text and never meeting them. I found that amazing. I'm like, I don't know. You got to watch 90 Day Fiance. I, I have <laughs> There's to. There's lots of those cases on there too. <laughs> now, the next question, being plus size and, you, and when you go on a date, do you feel uncomfortable ordering food? Yes. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think not only dating, just like anytime you meet someone new, even if it's like a, a business lunch or something like that, you know, business. I am a little bit self-conscious. No, you say business. Yes. I, in Christmas, like the Christmas party, at least at, at my job, they all go to the one restaurant. It used to be like a prefix menu and everybody got the same thing. But then one year we got to choose and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not the, f- I, I mean, I don't think, I just want the steak now. <laughs> but they're like, what if people are going to judge me? <laughs> just because I'm big, they think I'm going to eat the whole table, you know? For example, like I, I live my life on a diet. I'm always on a different diet. And <laughs> usually, at you know, at the office, if there's like a birthday or something and there's a cake, I usually never eat cake. Or whatever the, you know, is there for the birthday celebration. Um, like 98% of the time, I don't eat it. Really? Today, we had a birthday in our office. And I wanted a piece of cake. <laughs> so my coworker, who knows I never eat cake, um, was, you know, handing out the cake. And she asked me politely, she's like, would you like some cake? But she, I guess she expected me to say no, because I normally say no. 
And today I was like, yes, I would like a piece of cake. <laughs> and she was like so surprised that it made me feel a little bit self-conscious. And I'm like, I, I would like a piece of cake. And I sat there and I ate the cake. But, <laughs> but so, you know, things like that, it's not just dating. I think it's just in general. Well, you people know, get shocked when I tell them that I don't like chocolate. Like, I like, like, maybe a little bit of chocolate, but people get shocked when they when I tell them, like, I'm at jobs, when they have cakes for birthdays, like you, the example you gave, and it's a chocolate cake. I always say, no, thank you. Not in a mean way. I just say, I don't want any. One year for my birthday, they got me a chocolate cake. Uh, thank you, but I didn't eat it. <laughs> but, like. It's, but then they assume like why you know and then they look at you funny and I'm I'm feeling like are they looking at me funny because I'm fat I they automatically are assuming I'm gonna love chocolate I don't I think you know as, as a big girl that's always gonna kind of be like in the back of your mind in any situation is it because I'm big, because I'm big. it's I think it's always that's like the little worm inside you know the earworm or whatever it's always gonna be um in the back of your mind is is this situation affected because I'm bigger, you know, or. You're whatever. right. Again, it's that mentality is that state of mind. I feel like we've been catered into like seeing, I love how now they're showing, for example, on social media, like on TikTok, on even like on these like e-news stuff, showing how the two thousands, they idolize like the skinny body, you know, like Paris Hilton, you know what I'm talking about? Those like thin, skinny mm-hmm. bodies. And now like it's normalizing like the Ashley Graham and, you know, the more curvaceous look. And but in our heads, at least for me, because I was of that, like growing up, seeing those skinny ladies, like I am self-conscious because, you know, I can't lie and say I'm not. I'm just slowly like you getting over it and just not caring because YOLO. <laughs> But we do have that engraved in our heads, even as being Hispanic, you have your abuelita telling you, hey, you know, you look so skinny, you have to eat. And then when you're eating, they're like, bro, you're going to get fat. Yeah, you're going to get fat. (laughs) So it's like, oh, it's always a struggle. And it's like really hard. But yeah, you really it's like what you said. You just have to find your headspace of just like your comfort zone and just know, like, you know, this is me skinny or not and you know you, you have to work on your personality because that doesn't change with a diet but <laughs> of course you know i i grew up hearing from different people in the family like um you know you have to because i've always been overweight so as a kid i would hear sometimes like you have to be careful you 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 know you can't keep gaining weight because nobody no man is gonna love you if you're if you're fat you know um I heard that in Spanish a lot so that was something that I had to work through like I'm single yes still I am the the you know I am the single girl the perpetual single girl in my family um but it has nothing to do with my weight I don't think it does I mean maybe I'm delusional (laughs) but I don't think it does I think it just hasn't happened for whatever reason um and because I don't want to settle but um that's you know, actually I don't think it has anything next to do with question. That way, but I did grow up hearing that, you know, and it's it's a shame, you know, to to do that to a child. That's actually the next question you just hit on here ah, is okay. <laughs> <laughs> that does being plus size mean that you'll settle for just anyone? 
<laughs> I do not want to settle. No, 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 no. Nobody should settle. I'm telling no. you, like I said earlier, yo, we only got this one life, y'all. Look at me saying y'all. <laughs> but we only have this one life, so you might as well enjoy it. Like one thing I told my boyfriend, you know, once we started getting serious, I told him straight up, like, if you don't feel like you're in love with me or enjoying your time, or that I'm not enjoying our time. Let's help each other because we only have a short time in this world. You know, let's break it off because that means, mm -hmm. I mean, one of us will get hurt, but at least we're doing, you're, you're not going on a charade and we're not just pretending. Absolutely. You know? And I, I feel that I have a lot to offer. Like I may be plus size, but again, like I've said many times, that's just one part of me. That's not my everything, you know? Um, and I have a you're lot my to everything. offer. I, oh, <laughs> Um, I've been single a long time, which has taught me that I don't need a man, um, to live. I'm financially stable. I take care of, you know, have my shit together. I, I would love someone to share my life with. Absolutely. Um, but it's gotta be someone that's worth, you know, what I have to offer. So, and I hope that doesn't come off as being kind of conceited or stuck up. I just know totally that I came up and I wish more men my age knew what they wanted because sadly they don't. Um, you would think with age. I, know what I, wanted. I don't want to settle. So that's funny. So even men your age don't even know what they want. Oh men God, no! I, I feel that men my age are worse than younger guys. Oh, I really do. I don't know if it's like a midlife crisis kind of thing. Or um, if they're getting to that point where they feel like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Really, it's a conundrum. I don't know if it's a South Florida thing. I don't know if it's a general men across the United States thing. But it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> so overall, do you think it is harder to date because you're plus size? I would say... I would say no. I would say no, because I think skinny people, everything we just said, and skinny and average and all these other, I think all women go through the same issues we just talked about. Um, I would say yes. Oh, explain. <laughs> <laughs> I would say yes, because there's still such, um, so much pressure in society to be perfect and to look perfect and for men to have a trophy wife. And to have, you know, the younger, hotter, you know, tighter bod, whatever, woman next to them, that it does make it more difficult. Um, because I, I do think it takes a stronger man to say, this is what I like and this is what I'm attracted to. And I don't care if it's if it's not what you think is beautiful. I think it's beautiful. So that in that case, I do think it's more difficult. Now, I have personal questions to ask. It's, it's about sexuality. Like, <laughs> do you think that a fat woman cannot be as sexual as a skinny woman? Absolutely you know, I, I not. Heard this, I heard this somewhere else, and I was like, no. <laughs> I think, like, if you're plus size, it doesn't take away from you, like, either A, exploring your sexuality, enjoying sex, or... You know, everything else that comes with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that has nothing to do with your size. It has nothing to do with your appearance. It has nothing to do with your hair color. Uh, I'm a middle-aged big woman with gray hair. 
and I feel sexy and I'm a very sexual person. Um, and that's just part of me, you know, that's sexuality has nothing to do with your size, how you look. Um, if you're pretty, if you're ugly or society thinks you're pretty or you're ugly, um, that comes with a person, you know, there might be like Victoria's Secret models who don't feel sexy or who, who aren't very sexual, you know, want to express themselves sexually. Um, so absolutely not. But I do, I do think that it takes um, some confidence, some self-love to be able to kind of bring that out. You know, it doesn't yeah. just happen overnight. Um, you have to feel good about yourself and feel good in your own skin to be able to bring out that, you know, that sexy part of you or your, you know, be able to explore um, your sexuality. How would you, if, if, if there's somebody listening on here and they're saying to themselves, man, they keep saying to like, love yourself. Like, what do I need to do? What, what, what advice would you give? Listen, like you said, we die alone, right? You come into this world <laughs> on your own. Yeah, you come into this world on your own, except you who are a twin. But most of us come into this world alone and we go alone. Um, you're the person that you are in a relationship with the longest because you're in a, you're in a relationship with yourself for your entire life. It does take time. Um, I think it's really important to forgive yourself. I've made bad decisions in the past that have made me kind of like look at myself and be like, Vivian, what the heck were you thinking? You know, and, and I, I've been very hard on myself, but it takes a long time of kind of working at it. Um, I, I personally do a lot of self-help. I listen to a lot of different um, uh, life coaches and things like that. And that's helped me kind of move past that. Are there days where I still look at myself and still think like, what the hell were you thinking? Yes, it happens all the time. But, you know, you do have to love yourself and accept yourself for, you know, who you are, all your flaws. And once you accept yourself, other people do too. You know, absolutely. Yeah, for me, it was just learning to live with myself. And this happened right after I graduated from UF, you know, from college. You know, in college, I felt like it was the first time I've always lived at home. I always was like the good child at home, you know. I mean, I was always made fun of by my weight in my own home. So when I went to college, I still had those same things, but I was alone. And that's when I really got to get to know myself because I was literally alone. So there like you I made mistakes and yes I was like sheesh what did I do you know but you just learn from it and as long as you learn from your mistakes and don't like repeat them over and over like a broken record then you know that means that you are getting better and that's something that you should be proud of it might not be perfect but you're getting better and I think People are a little too hard on themselves, just like this could be a whole nother subject. But the hustle culture, like I find mm -hmm. it crazy people that are always idolizing hustling, you know, and like, oh, hustle every day, 90, 94-7, 24-7 a day, 24-7, you know, you got to hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, yes, hustle. But I mean, idolizing, not idolizing, you know, like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? But making it seem like that's the way to live life will literally drain you. And you'll be so hard on yourself that you'll just like let things go through the crack and then you'll feel even worse and then it'll just get you down. So I always believe in a work-life balance and 
number and taking care of number one. There's a, a perfect book if you guys are into self-help books called uh, Taking Care of Number One, which is basically, you know, you have to help yourself first before you can help others. Because if like Vivian needed something, well, I'll give you a perfect example. When you're on a plane and like they teach you about the oxygen falling, what do they tell you? The first thing they tell you is help yourself. Because if you don't put that oxygen mask on yourself, you won't be able to put the oxygen mask on the person next to you. So just like remember to take care of yourself first, because then you'll be able to really help the next person. That would be Absolutely. what I would say. <laughs> Sometimes, especially since our world is so fast paced and there's so much going on. And like you said, the hustle culture, like sometimes it's really important to just stop and kind of like reconnect with yourself. Um Self-care has become kind of like a trending thing lately, but I think it's a really good trend. You know, yes. it's important to take that time to take care of yourself and do things that you need and kind of check in with yourself because maybe what you needed last week isn't what you need today. You know, so that's that is very important. True, true. Vivian, do you have and you touched on something actually oh. um, really quick where you said when you the first time that you were alone is when you kind of started um accepting yourself and learning about yourself. I think that's so important. I'm a little bit of a loner. Like I need my space. I can't be with someone 24 seven. Um, and I think that's so important to take that time with yourself. Like a lot of people I feel are in relationships where they cling on to them because they're afraid to be out there alone mm -hmm. and being single is tough, especially when you've been single a long time, like me, um, it can be very difficult sometimes. But um, clinging on to the wrong person just to not be alone is, isn't the right thing. That, I think, like drains you. It wears on your heart. It wears on your self-esteem. And it's just not healthy. So sometimes it's, it's important to be on, on your own to be able to learn what you really need, what you really want. Um, That's so true. That's so true because with my ex, he cheated on me. And I found out quick story like in five seconds <laughs> and I was scrolling through his tablet looking for like Pinterest stuff and saving it onto his camera roll so I could send it to myself and then I found pictures of another woman that wasn't me and I confronted him about it because it wasn't just like these like such sexy images it was literally like videos and somebody saying his name and he had the weirdest name on this planet that like when I confronted him about it, I was single my whole life until that point that he was my first boyfriend. Um, but I knew everything. I would hear all the other girls complain about when men cheat on them and they'd go back. And then it was like a vicious cycle. And I'd always say, like, are these girls dumb going back to this man that hurt him and cheated on him? Because I learned really quick that these men are not getting better. So when this man lied to my face telling me that, like, that girl, he didn't know. The next day, I called out of work, and I changed all my locks and kicked them out. <laughs> but that's just because I had the moment to learn about myself because I respected, you know, like, he's lying to me. Why am I going to keep him around just because I love him, just because he's my first? Like, no. On to the next. <laughs> well, it's also part of setting a standard for yourself. You there know, you that go. you're not going to accept someone that treats you that way. Um, and treats you poorly and that has nothing to do with size that's any woman at any point in her life can go through something like that and you know that's a standard that you have to set for yourself whether you know every situation is different obviously and you have to look at what's going on and you make your own decision but you know that that is part of setting a standard and what you will and will not accept 
Well, Vivian, do you have anything else you would like to add to today's episode or ask me a question about plus size dating? Um, well, you know, everybody's experiences are different. Um, like you, you have completely different experiences than I have had. Um, so everybody has a different point of view. Um, but does, you know, I, I just feel like just being plus size, maybe make things a little more complicated or make things a little more difficult. Yes. There's still a lot of fat phobia and there's still a lot of pressure in society to be thin and perfect and beautiful. Um, but I think we're making a lot of strides and moving in the right direction. I see a lot of things online about, you know, body positivity and, being uh, loving yourself at any size. And that gives me a lot of hope for, you know, the young girls growing up now um, because they have more positive role models and more positive messages to, to grow up with than what we had. Um, and even but, with disabilities. Um, yes, absolutely. Any size, any, any issue, um, you know, people with disabilities also can be very sexy and very sexual, you know, and explore dating and different things just like anybody. Um, so I think we've come a long way, but I think we still have a lot of work to do in that area. Yeah. So it's good that we're talking about it and bringing it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So thank hey, you baby. for this, uh, arena where we can talk about it. And I know I said a lot of personal safety. things in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say thank you, Vivian. It's so, it's always an honor to have you on here. Oh, and I know my listeners having love having you. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be a totally different subject, <laughs> but we have Mimi from Meadow, Meadow Sweet Money, and she like knows everything about finances and savings, and her motto is saving up for your joy. So Very we're going to learn about some budget saving tips next week, because we all need that extra <laughs> saving and extra dollar, so when we go vintage shopping, we can be like, well, mm-hmm. she'll probably say not to buy it, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's wait till next week. I'm gonna ask her <laughs> if it's a find that you can't find. Like, come on, I gotta, I gotta justify it by buying it. You know, I've gone vintage shopping with Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> we can do some damage very quickly, <laughs> uh, real quick, especially when we look at each other and we're like, "Is this cute?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't find it anywhere else. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to say thank you again for listening. Truly means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.